Hi, it's Tap Warner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. Welcome back to the For Your Success podcast. I'm excited to have you with us today. And another amazing guest who is the author of the book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. I love that title, and you're going to love hearing from her today. She's an author and speaker and coach over at erinharrington.com. So Erin, welcome to the show. So excited to have you. I am so excited to be here, Katie. Thanks for having me. It's such an honor. Well, we're here to talk about courses, and I know you've launched many things in your career, um, all the wonderful things that you do. Tell us about your maybe most impactful launch. What was the thing that you launched, and how did it go? So I think it probably started with my seven-week course. I call it the Hustle with Heart course, and it really breaks down the principles of the book into pieces that are actionable and really working through the hustle with heart formula, which is God defines us and directs us. We put that into discipline. And then over time, we continue to develop with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. So I launched it the first time last fall, and it is made for ambitious women of faith who they've had success, but they just feel like something doesn't feel right. It's not fulfilling. They've sort of hit a wall and they're struggling with overwhelm, overachievement, and underfulfillment. So the course really draws these incredible women who are very savvy businesswomen, but they haven't often sort of combined their faith in business. And so what the course allows them to do is learn what it means to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. But then it also incorporates an incredible community. And I think that community piece is sometimes the most important piece because not only can it be lonely being an entrepreneur, but it also takes courage and bravery to walk in a different direction than the world defines success. And that can be kind of lonely sometimes. Yeah, I love that community. I want to come back to that in a second. But you talk about redefining hustle. What is your definition of hustle? So there are two definitions that I found, I think in Webster's or dictionary.com. The first one is to work with a sense of urgency and energetically. The second is all about pushing and driving and striving and making things happen. And although hustle is not mentioned in the Bible, what I've discovered is if you read anything about Jesus's life, particularly I think in Mark chapter four, Jesus was busy. I mean, Jesus was hustling for the Lord, right? Like he's working with small groups and mentoring. He's talking and speaking to large groups. And he had a timeline, right? Because he knew that he had limited time to get this done. So you could say that he was working energetically for his purpose, but he was also working with a sense of urgency. But the world's definition of success tends to be that second definition where we have to go make it happen and we have to do more and all of these mantras that are all about us doing it on our own. So redefining that starts with understanding how does God define us and where is our identity actually anchored? How does God define success? And then how do we put that into action? It's a very different feeling. I think 
what most women discover after the first week of my course is they just have this sense of relief and peace and calm because they know they're not alone, not only because of the community, but because they know they're in it with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And in our business with God classes too, that's that's one of the big anchors, which is why you're such a kindred spirit. <laughs> that's right. right there is that what we're teaching aligns with with one another, and that fact that doing it with God, we get His power to do it through us. You know, and the, the First Thessalonians five twenty four, faithful is He that calls you, who also will do it. You know, and and just His power working through us. That's I, I really like that. Now, you mentioned community. What part does community play in the actual launching of your programs? And then how have you found a, a way to successfully carry that through the delivery? Well, it's interesting because there are so many Christian women, women of faith and business who perhaps they're not at a place that my course necessarily fits where they are. However, the message is something that that they can all sort of lock arms in and share out to their network. So the community is incredibly important because I have a small email list. And if I only relied on my email list, like I might get one or two people who registered for the course. So it's vitally important that I've reached out to a community around me. Some of them are former business partners in the network marketing world that I was in. Some of them are former clients. Some of them are mentors and and sisters in Christ who are, you know, a little further along in their journey from me and in sharing it with them and then them sharing it with their networks. Of course, there are so many more eyes that see it, so many more people that are willing to take a look at it because they've heard about it, you know, from someone that they trust and they respect and admire. So I think having that community is vitally important because we don't all have, you know, 500, 1,000, 100,000 people on our email list. So that's one of the ways that I definitely put that information out there. And then carrying that through, I think the most important piece about it is that as Christian women in business, we tend to have sort of a business tribe. So it's all the people that we're in business with, or we do business with, or we network with. And then we have our faith tribe, like our family and our friends and our church world. But those two often don't come together because the people in our faith world don't always understand business. And for better or worse, the people in our business world don't always understand what this like pursuing success God's way thing is. So providing a community around that through the course and coming out of the course is vital because we need accountability from our sisters in Christ. We need a place where it feels safe to talk about our challenges and to talk about going after goals in a different way than the world would do it. We need those connections and we need discernment. And so I feel like those pieces all come together in that community that comes out of the course. And then that community inevitably becomes another way to further this message, not just through their testimonials, but whatever the next thing is that I might be launching that they're sharing with people because of the experience they've had with me. So it's really about building a kingdom community, I think. Yes. And I totally get that because community is one of our core values too. And it's one of the things that we try to intentionally include in all the things that we do. And it's why we shut down some of our DIY programs because we felt like there wasn't this aspect of community there. And we shut them down to be in favor of the courses and the the mastermind and different things that we have to be able to initiate and to pull in that power of community. I love that you have it on the two levels, right? You have your community of colleagues, not competitors, but colleagues 
that can help get the word out about what you do and you do the same for them. And then you also have the community that you're building among your students and clients. And I think that's super important. What would you say has been one of your biggest struggles in the actual launching process? I think my biggest struggle is letting it be the Lord's and it's it's the surrender, right? Because I always say that I'm a recovering driver, striver, and achievement chaser. I am an ambitious woman. I am the woman that I'm speaking to, right? And so where I struggle and where I ask for the most prayer when I'm launching something is let me just be surrendered to what the Lord wants to do with it. Because I can have in my mind how many people I want to buy it or how many clients I want to work with. And that can very quickly spiral to me being sort of in this frantic, anxious toil, if you will. And that surrender piece to let it be his is hard. For me, the biggest struggle, because I know that he's called me to this, and I know there's a purpose to this. And I was praying about it this morning, like, Lord, there's so much time and energy and effort here. I just, I want to see some fruit. Like, I know you make us to produce much fruit, right, through your pruning, because you are the vine and we are the branches. But that piece is hard. It's it's hard. And I am constantly praying over that. I was just asking somebody to pray for me last night. Like, can you just pray that I would be surrendered and I would have peace during the launch that I'm doing? So, And is there anything specific that you do to, to like keep your mind on truth during that struggle? Like, I know prayer is super important. I'm not downplaying that at all. But I know that some of us have like particular things that when we remember to do them consistently, really swing the balance. Is there anything like that that you've learned to do? Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things. I mean, definitely prayer, starting my day in prayer, like not just grabbing my phone and getting started in work and making sure that I'm doing that. The second thing is I play Christian music all day long on the days that I forget to turn that on. Like I can feel it, right? Because Hmm. to me, and I can't remember who it is that said this, like Christian music is warfare, right? Like, so having that going in the background, it's not just like study or concentration music. Like it's praising as I'm going along. That's a huge piece. And then I think the other thing is continually remembering and bringing myself back to this is his, this is his, this Mm -hmm. is his. I was saying that to myself today. You know, if I get one person or I get 10 people, it's yours, Lord. It's only when we get in the way that we cause ourselves the most trouble. Like it's not God that's causing the chaos. So I think those things are critical for me as I'm walking through it. Yeah, I know for us, the music thing is important too. Just that whole, I forget the reference, but the scripture says, blessed is the man whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. And the music, it seems like to be like this, almost like a physiological come back to focus right? It's that reminder in the background, either to stay peaceful. Serene is my word for the year, right? Trying to keep yourself peaceful in spite of what else is going on around you, but also just that refocus of your thoughts. And it's so, so important. Yeah. I was just reading this morning in Joel. I don't even, like I was praying, Lord, show me what you want me to read today. And he took me to Joel. But in Joel 2.11, I'm just going to paraphrase part of it. It says, he who executes the word is powerful. So remembering that, right, that we're executing, we're putting into action the definition and the direction that the Lord has given us. And so if no word from his mouth returns void, we physically cannot fail in what he's given us. 
it's only when we get ourselves wrapped up in it that we start to think we're failing when really we're not. Yeah. And Matt Tommy is a friend of mine who is a coach for Christian artists. And he always says, you know, God says he'll bless the work of your hands. So if your hands aren't working, he's not blessing kind of thing, you know, and it's, it's that idea. You've got to execute. You've got to act on what I give you. And I think a lot of us, especially when we start our business, we're kind of like, I want God to bless it. So I'll just sit here and wait for him to tell me what to do next. Right. And we need to take what we've got and what we know to do and take action with it and then expect him to continue giving wisdom as we're taking those steps. Yeah. I mean, we have to be moving. Someone told me once, you know, the Quakers shuffle their feet when they pray. Well, because they're in action, right? They're in movement. I liken (laughs) it to like a GPS on your phone. Like if you've ever been in a city and it's giving you direction, but like until you start walking, you don't know that you're really going in the right direction. And I think of God is that's exactly what he does with us. Like I'm going to need you to move so then I can direct you. (laughs) Right, right. And the cool thing about the GPS, I don't know if you've noticed this, it never asks you where you've been. It just asks where you are now and where you're going. Oh, I love that. I'm totally using that in my course. (laughs) Thank you, Katie. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, any last thoughts for somebody who's getting ready to launch their course or high ticket program? What's your last parting piece of advice here? So the last parting piece of advice is something that I just learned about myself. And that is, In many circles in the world of business, they talk about having, you know, a big, hairy, audacious goal and going for the big goal, but you got to be realistic. And so what I learned about myself just the other day is I tend to set these big goals and then when I don't reach them, I'm disappointed. But physically, the math to get to them, I don't always have in place. So what I would tell you is just be realistic about the audience that you have, about the network that you have. I mean, yes, set big goals. Listen, God can do anything. We know this, right? But let's be realistic so that we're not just taking in all this information that we hear about, oh, I had a five-figure launch or a six-figure launch. Like, Be faithful with what God's given you. And if he gives you one, be faithful with one. And if he gives you 10, be faithful with 10. But just be realistic about those numbers because it can be really easy to get caught up in setting the big goal and then being disappointed when you don't hit it. And uh, honestly, I this just happened to me this week. Somebody I, that I'm coaching with, she was saying to me like, let's just be realistic about your numbers. And I was like, oh, okay. So that would be my advice. <laughs> That's awesome advice. And if I could add anything to that is just to not be afraid to talk about those numbers, right? When you When you speak it, it has less power over you. Your numbers don't define you. So let's get them out there and let's talk about them and let's learn what we can learn from the data and go back and apply that to what we're doing. Awesome to talk with you today, Erin. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you, Katie. And for all of our listeners, be sure and check out the show notes so uh, you can connect with Erin. We're going to put a link there where you can go grab a free chapter of her new book, Pursuing Success God's Way. I highly encourage you to do that. Check her out. Get on her list so you know when her course is opening next and get on the list and watch what she's doing in her launch, if nothing else. That's a great way to learn. So thank you, Erin. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Katie. So I'm Katie Horner of handprintlegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. 
It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at foryoursuccesspodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.